On today's episode of the Korea Pact podcast, we're talking about the biggest drug there is. If you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify, share this with a friend, and on all socials at the Korea Pact podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and let's get into today's episode. Yo, yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Korea Pact podcast. It's Neil, the host of the pod, and on this pod, we combine creativity and impact in hopes to give more than I can get from this big head of mine. We're doing a podcast every single day for a year straight. This is episode number 74, and it has been a fucking blast. I know I say it every single day, but I I genuinely mean it when I say it's been a blast, but enough of the fluff. Let's get into it. Today, I'm talking about the drug that I was addicted to. Yeah, I was addicted to a drug, but no. It's not weed, it's not vaping, it's not alcohol, it's not hookah, it's not any of those things. The drug that I'm talking about today and the one that I was addicted to is acceptance. And it's a drug that I'm constantly trying to beat out of my life. There's only one person in this world that you need, well, I guess a couple people, actually no, one person that you need acceptance from in this world. Um, it's the person that you spend the rest of your life with and whoever it is that you decide to marry one day, that's the only person's acceptance you need. But I think acceptance is the most dangerous drug in this world, in my opinion. And here's why there's a cycle of life early on in life. We have, um, this constant curiosity and this want to learn different things. We wake up every day. We have a bottle of milk and then we're crawling around. We're constantly trying to um, see things, play with toys, touch things, look at our mom and dad, hope they teach us something. Then we start to get to the ages of like two, three, four, five. We learn our ABCs. We learn our numbers. We learn um, geography. We learn history. We learn all these things. And in that time frame, our minds is just constantly trying to accumulate knowledge of what the world is and what it's about. It's at its peak level of curiosity. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this um, map of our brains, or like it's like a it's like a map of um, all the things that our conscious, subconscious, and unconscious mind is. Uh, responsible for. Um, if you guys are interested, you could. Ch- I'll put it in the uh, the link of the pod. But essentially, your unconscious mind is developed between the ages of zero and two. Your subconscious mind is developed between the ages of two and six, and then your conscious mind, aka your logic, your beliefs, everything that everything that I'm saying right now, I'm saying it from my conscience, my conscious mind. That is developed from the uh, age of six all the way up until however old you are now. And people say that the deepest level of uh, spirituality or inner fulfillment or peace is the way you find that is by constantly tapping into your subconscious and unconscious mind because that is when you were most at peace. When you were a kid, you didn't have any responsibilities. You didn't have to take care of anything. You were just there and that you were just existing. And that existence is what 
spirituality and peace is all about. It's just the power of being in the now. And monks, people who are, you know, who meditate a lot, they're constantly trying to reach this level of unconsciousness or the unconscious mind because, again, that's where you are, your highest self. So when we're young, we live a life of constant curiosity. The older we get, we start to become a part of a... I don't like using this word, but I guess you could call it a system, right? And when I say system, it's like the system of growing up, you go to school, um, elementary school, junior uh, junior high school, um, high school, college. And during that time, there is something called the quote unquote process of life, or like I mentioned earlier, the cycle of life. There's certain expectations for people to get things done by certain ages. So, you know, by the time you're 18, you should be enrolling in college. By the time you're 13, 14, 15, you should be in high school. So you begin to work, you know, in your later years of high school. So I, I wouldn't say system, but it's just more like a, it's what you're expected to do. You know, that's what life is about. You work and you make money, you live your life, you find your career, passion, all that shit. But in that process, you start to crave acceptance. And acceptance you start to crave it from your teachers your friends parents your parents friends cousins brothers sisters extended family whatever it is so when i say craving acceptance what do i mean i mean the times where we do something and someone tells us like hey wow neil you did a great job or wow you're so smart or oh my god you're such a good talker. Oh my gosh, this was such an amazing project that you worked on. Like it was so good. It was top tier. It was probably the best in the class. Um, you did the best job on this presentation. Like that, that that's what I mean by acceptance and appreciation for your successes. Anything that we do that brings other people joy and the idea that, wow, this person is very, very good at something and they're doing great. And although those things are perceived as being amazing and you appreciate those people for telling you those things, which you should, there's nothing wrong in uh, thanking those people or feeling good in the moment about accomplishing something, but there's levels to it. There's a difference between just appreciating what that person said to you and like moving on and just constantly trying to be better. But what happened to me, and I think what happens to a lot of people, is it does something deeper. You start to crave the cheers and the appreciation for your successes. And what happens is when we start to crave this appreciation from other people for the good work that we do, in your mind, it's very easy for it to become normalized. So if, we're, if we don't constantly have someone in our life, because I didn't, um, I didn't have someone in my life that would like constantly try to critique me or give me feedback or tell me like, hey, dude, this shit sucks. Um, like be better. Of course, not in like a horrible negative way, but constructive criticism, right? Like I didn't maybe I didn't apply myself enough, but I didn't have the people to just give me constant uh, constructive criticism. I was more focused on getting acceptance from others, which I'll give a couple personal examples a little bit later on. But when 
craving the cheers and the appreciation for your success, once it becomes normalized, once it becomes normalized, with that idea of normalization comes another idea that you're better than you think you are. And when something like that becomes ideal and normal and common, it becomes very dangerous in the sense that you start to treat people very differently as if they're beneath you and you're higher than them. You start to tailor your life around wanting more satisfaction, more satisfaction and appreciation, like, and kind words. And the more we start to hear that, the more we start to do things that, that gives us that reinforcement, our ego loves that. Our ego loves the fact that, oh my gosh, I'm doing all this great shit and people are constantly telling me how good I am and I'm, and I'm so much better than these other people because I've been doing it and these people think I'm great at it. So our ego is what constantly gets fed. It's a monster. I'll share a couple of personal examples. Um, I have about like three or four. The first one was about friends. I think I've always, I've always tried to do things that my friends would appreciate me for. And not that there's anything wrong with it, but I thought I could do that with everyone. I wanted all my friends to like me and always think highly of me. And constantly doing things that would have them tell me like, hey, like you're such a good friend. You're helping me or giving me advice. And I talked about the advice monster yesterday. Um, but yeah, I would I would just try to do things that my friends would constantly appreciate me for. Come to realize like you can't do that all the time because if I'm tailoring what I say, what I do and why I do it just for the simple fact for my friend to think of me highly and always think of me that way, I don't know if there's much there's not much to it in my opinion cuz I'm not being myself. Maybe, maybe I don't tell them the harsh reality of things. Maybe I, um, maybe I'm not being fully upfront and honest because what if I say something and it makes them think differently of me? So I did that all throughout my years in school. And that's probably why I didn't make that many close friends in school. Cause I always knew people, they knew me, but I never had like close friends because because I, I, I just wanted everyone to know of me and like me. But I never I never went fully in. I was just like, whatever. The next one is with basketball. I would <laughs> Basketball is a funny one because I did everything through the eyes of other people. I would try to make moves or do things that like looked cool and other people would think that I'm good at this sport when there's, again a deeper there's a deeper level to things right like you don't make the team just because you can um you know cross people up or make people fall or um shoot the deepest threes and try to be like Steph Curry no you learn how to communicate you learn how to rotate on defense you learn how to actually play defense you learn how to pass the ball you learn how to move without the ball you learn how to make open shots um picking your spots, knowing how to protect the ball, like all those things, right? I didn't know that. 
I was only doing the things that I thought other people would give me the cheers for. I would just skip the foundation and go straight to the top. I would go straight to the end without doing all the or focusing on all the other things that came before that. And I think the biggest one in terms of the acceptance is my parents, right? I think especially being, you know, being a brown kid, there's always this pressure of satisfying your parents with whatever it is that you do. So when I decided to uh, leave school, I I kind of made a quick decision on that. I kind of left school just to work and my parents found that out afterwards. And when they found that out, they weren't happy. So I was in school to just have their acceptance. And even now, right? I'm I want to finish school like sure for myself just to like have a degree, but the biggest reason is cuz I know there will never be a day where my parents are prouder, prouder than me. Wait, I, I said that wrong. I, there will never be a day where my parents are more proud of me than the day I get a degree. So I have to fulfill that. And I'm doing it for the sheer acceptance of my parents. Is that the right way to go about it? I don't know. But that's just what it is. Yeah. It's, I think for me, it was very hard to get past that barrier of uh, not craving acceptance from my parents. Um, it's still something that I'm trying to work through because I'm, I'm in school for my parents, to be frank. Um, and yeah, I think th those are the three biggest examples was basketball, my parents, and wanting my friends to always think highly of me. And all those examples aside, because sometimes I have a hard time communicating those because they just are like, it's just what my life situation is. And I don't really think about it much. It's just, it was there. It happened. You move on. Um, but I like talking about it a little bit because I just, I just want to give you guys a couple of examples to know that, Hey, I've struggled with the acceptance part too. Like I was addicted to it. I've always wanted uh, my parents to think highly of me and think that, oh, I'm the smartest kid in school or my friends to think I'm the best at basketball or um, all my friends to think that, you know, Neil was this super smart, intelligent, kind person. Like I want all those qualities, but I'm also someone who's like super blunt. I live a simple life. I don't I don't want to do all the things that they may want to do. And that may rub some people the wrong way. So all the intricacies of who you are as a human being, it's it's about making the choice whether or not you're going to put it out there and let other people know, or are you just going to keep it to yourself? Me doing this podcast, I'm choosing to put it out there because who the fuck cares? So what I, what was I saying? All those examples aside, I want you guys to think a little bit about yourself. Do some intro, intro introspection or take an introspective approach. Was there ever a point in your life where you did things in a way to just get appreciation or acceptance from others because we all have at some point right but really take the time to just sit there and think for a second maybe go for a walk and think on it what what were the things that i did that i did specifically for other people to give me appreciation to uh, appreciation for or get acceptance from someone else i think that's just a deep question to just sit there and think because Whatever your answer to it is, and 
if you have done that in the past, that part of your life, it wasn't for you. You didn't live your life for you. Like, you lived that period of time in your life to get acceptance and appreciation from someone else that probably doesn't really matter that much. It's your life. So why are we focusing on our energy to get that acceptance and appreciation from someone else? But remember, that is how society is designed, right? It's designed to constantly feed us this reinforcement of thinking that we are better than we are at something. And that's when we plateau. That's when we start trending downward. So whatever it is that you do, just don't get addicted to the drug of acceptance because it's not worth it. Because the second we do, it looks like it's the only thing in our life that matters or what life is all about. It's about just getting your cravings for appreciation and acceptance met through your illusions of success. Do things specifically for you. And in that process, whatever it is that you like to do, do it, but then also find a way where you can create an impact with someone else through that thing. I don't know if you guys have ever heard uh, that quote by um, Picasso where he says, the art or the meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of it is to give it away. I'm saying again, the meaning of life is to find your purpose and the purpose of it. Wait, I'm sorry. I fucked that up completely. The meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of it is to give it away. So whatever it is that we figure out that we're good at, the purpose of it is to help others and create an impact through that thing and teach other people and give it away. Create meaning for yourself. And find the balance of doing the things you like, but also challenging yourself to keep working at it. Imagine where I would be and where you would be if we just didn't bring that mental barrier upon ourselves of, oh, I'm good at this thing because everyone else thinks so too. Because I personally, my opinion, I just think that's a recipe for disaster. So find your own limits, create your own standard, and don't try to um, don't try to do it from a place of getting appreciation for your successes or acceptance from others. When it comes, cool. Take it with a grain of salt. Hey man, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, it means a lot. Like it can still hit home. It can still be like fuck, dude. Like that feels good. But also, tell yourself, hey, there's still a lot more work that needs to be done. There's still a lot of shit that I have to work on and get better at. I made an episode a couple days ago about how life is the ultimate balance. This is another example of it. Being humble is all about saying thank you and appreciating someone for the kind words that they gave you. But also internally, you telling yourself that, hey, there's more work that needs to be done. There's more shit that we have to still work on and improve on to have the impact that we want to have to create the impact that we want to have that's all i got for you guys today if 
this resonated with you at all, please shoot me a DM, shoot me a Twitter DM or Instagram DM or an email. Let's talk about it because I think this is a super fascinating concept about getting addicted to acceptance. The gentleman's agreement, for those of you who are new, if you guys don't know what it is, I give you guys a podcast every single day, and you guys got to do a couple things. You have to follow the pod, share it with a friend, and give it a five-star rating. Whatever rating you want to give it, I'm very open to those. You got to do those three things. Follow us, share us, and give us a rating. Thank you guys so much. Like I always say, take care, tell someone that you love them, and go do something nice for someone today because they deserve it. I will see you guys tomorrow for day number 75. That is going to be crazy. 75. Holy shit. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I got to end this pod. All right, guys. Talk to you all tomorrow. Peace.